Welcome back to Sister Sleuths. I'm Courtney. I'm Danny. And I'm Kim. Today, we are talking about the case of Jody Arias, and it is Kim's week to be in charge, so she is going to take it away. I am going to take it away because I love being in charge. Um, This, so we were talking earlier, this case is sort of like a flip-flop of what we did last week. Where, well, I don't want to give it away. I'm just going to launch right into it. <laughs> so in September, yeah, <laughs> I backtrack, back up the bus. I'm just going to go on. September 2006, Travis Alexander meets Jody Arias while at a convention for his work in Las Vegas. The Travis works for prepaid legal, which I only have a very vague knowledge of what that is, but basically it's like a... I don't want to say pyramid scheme. It's an MLM. But you recruit. <laughs> yeah, it's multi-level marketing. You recruit people, whatever. So anyway, he's basically like this superstar in prepaid legal, which I feel like is the lamest thing you could possibly be, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, he's like this great speaker. He recruited people well. I watched a documentary about him. And one of his friends is speaking and he's like, he had multiple income streams and he had this big, beautiful house. He had a luxury car. And then the camera pans to his garage and it's a fucking Toyota Prius. <laughs> and I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my whole life. Anyway, so he and Jody meet. Like that night, they stay up all night chit-chatting and whatever. They become serious super, super quickly. So Travis is a Mormon and Jody is not. The Mormon faith believes in the law of chastity, so no sex before marriage. However, he and Jody obviously break that rule and they're having sex whenever. At the same time, Travis is sharing his beliefs with Jody. And within a few months of meeting, Jody gets baptized into the Mormon faith by Travis. In the Lifetime movie, I'm just going to pipe up really quick. Because <laughs> that's all the, the research that movie. I did this. <laughs> yes. I love that you um, Lifetime movie researched. I know. I know. I did a lot of strenuous research, as always. Um it was really funny because, well, it wasn't funny. It's kind of sad um, because he said in the movie that um, he was going to, like, marry a Mormon. Like, he didn't say that he was going to marry her. And it kind of, you could definitely tell that how realistic that Lifetime movie is. But how um, she did it because it was like a me out guys she wasn't What's like the word? she was like, like genuine she just knew that he yes. wanted to thank you it yeah. was like a prerequisite for mm -hmm. her to be Mormon exactly I was... or she couldn't be his wife mm -hmm. exactly yeah i mean it definitely definitely seems like that it's super fast it's like i mean within a couple of months they're bit they're very serious she's suddenly the same religion that he is it's like it's fast yeah, and she then, definitely just went into it for the wrong reasons. Oh, yeah. And it's not very long. It's like four or five months in that his friends start noticing these really, like, gigantic red flags about her. 
She does really, really strange things like follow him into the bathroom, oh listen to his phone calls, and go through his email. Gross. These are like great. These are, if you, I'm going to just say, these are crazy things. If you are doing these things to your significant other, you need to reevaluate yourself just a little bit. For sure. Like, this is not, this isn't normal behavior. This is like big time trust issues you need to seek help i i would know i'm a licensed therapist <laughs> no i'm not i have no bearing to give you advice these are bad behaviors i mean it's kind of common so, sense like yeah right like if you feel the need to go through your girlfriend or boyfriend's emails and texts and like listen in on their phone calls there are there are some things happening so, for the two years, they're together for like two years, but it's on again, off again. For part of it, they're living in totally different states. He's in Arizona, she's in California. His friends have like huge concerns about her. And Travis doesn't seem to be like all in. He's like dating other women. He's sending really obscene messages to other women. It's a whole... It's a whole messy situation. So then let's just fast forward to June 9th, 2008. Travis is supposed to go on this trip to Cancun with another woman. I think her name was Mimi, but I feel like that's I, wrong. Just oh, I think thing. you're right. I think you're right. Okay. So she's been texting him and calling him. She can't get a hold of him. It's been days. And she's nervous because they're supposed to leave for Cancun in the morning. So she calls two of their mutual friends and one of them has the garage code to his house. So they go over, they knock on the door. His roommates don't answer. So they go in through the garage. She says, as soon as they get into the house, there's a smell. Mind you, he has two roommates. They are both home. They have both been home. This is like so the they, epitome of a bachelor pad. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, they right. Notice. They don't care about each other. Like there's there. an odd smell. Yes, <laughs> and they're just like, well, you know, we that's thought. fine. Only the pizza. <laughs> the crazy thing is, like, the house is pretty clean and well kept, so you would think that they would have noticed a smell like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they go upstairs. His door is locked, but his roommate has a key to the door, so he gives it to him, and they open his room. And it is, like, a horror show in there. There's blood everywhere. There's bloody handprint on the floor. There's a trail of blood down the hallway from his little, like, bathroom into his bedroom. It's awful. And so, of course, they call 911. But Travis has literally been dead in his room for five days. Oh, my gosh. With his two roommates just, like, going about their business. They thought he was already in Cancun, so obviously they're not like Looking BFFs. At his room. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just assumed he was already gone. So immediately, like as soon as his friends start hearing that he's dead, they tell the cops they need to start looking at Jody Arias, which is like I can't even imagine. But in this crime scene, there's, like, evidence everywhere. There's blood, the bloody handprint on the wall. But the best thing that they find is they find a digital camera in the washing machine. And the memory card is still functional, 
even though like the whole thing appears to have gone through a load of laundry. But they recover this series of photos and it's date stamped. The date on the photos is June 4th, 2008, and it shows Travis and Jody in very compromising pictures. Um, and then like the next little set of photos shows Travis in the shower. And then there's a third set of photos that appear to be either accidentally taken or maybe Travis took them or attempted to take them. But basically he's dying. He's bleeding. He's already been stabbed. There's like blood all down his neck and back. And this is how the cops figure out that Jody has been at the scene. There's only one minute and 45 seconds between the shower photo of Travis and the photo of Travis bleeding in the hallway. And Jody, she's like a whole shit show. She's crazy. She was yeah, a, she's a mess. She's a psycho. <laughs> she's, she's a mess. A mess. Yeah. She, uh, there was a, like, two weeks before this, there was a break-in at her grandparents' house, which she was living with them. Break-in. I think. With quotes. A break-in. Yeah. <laughs> air, air quotes, a break-in. One of the things that was stolen was a twenty-five caliber gun. And uh, Travis Alexander, turns out, was shot with a twenty-five caliber gun. He was also stabbed 27 times. Jeez. And what a coincidence. That's so crazy. Imagine that. Imagine. It's so weird that like a gun gets stolen from your grandparents' house. And then two weeks later, your ex-boyfriend is dead with that same gun. In a whole other state too. In a whole other state. The way the world. (laughs) You know, coincidence. (laughs) So they... They suspect Jody from the onset just because so many people are are automatically like, you've got to look at this Jody girl. She definitely has something to do with it. She was supposed to be traveling from California to Utah for another one of these conventions. And there's like a whole day in her travels that she's unaccounted for. She claims that she got lost on the way. That she slept in her car and that her phone died and that blah, 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 blah. Well, this happens to be the same day that Travis Alexander dies. Well, and wasn't she supposed to be, like, meeting this other guy that she had met through the company and that she had started to like and she was going to go, like, see him and... Yes. Imagine being the other guy. (laughs) Dodged a bullet, quite literally. Seriously. (laughs) You have to, if you're him, you have to be, like... Wow. Yeah. Thank God. I would be scared to date every. <laughs> yeah, can't trust I don't yourself. think I would. Can't trust yourself. Yeah. You just, you become a monk. <laughs> it's the only option. Yep. The only option. That's it. Yeah. So this detective, Detective Flores, um, Jody calls him right after they, she learns about the murder and is like, I would love to help however I can help. But by this time, they already are suspecting <laughs> it's her. Then they find the pictures and they're like, oh shit. So they, she's arrested on July 15th. Detective Flores travels to California to interview her. And Jody is like, I was nowhere near Mesa. I wasn't even close. I was definitely not at Travis's house. And the detective is like, okay, except you were. And I have proof. 
Were you at Travis's house on Wednesday? Absolutely not. I was, I was nowhere near Mesa. I was nowhere near no. Phoenix. I wasn't even close to him. Um, what if I could show you proof you were there? Well, Would that change your mind? I wasn't there. To be honest with me, Joey. I was not at Travis's house. I was not. You were at Travis's house. If you want, I can show you some pictures of him. Do you want to see pictures of him? Part of me does and part of me doesn't. Why, because you don't want to remember? No. I Joey. Just, there's a morbid curiosity. Joey. I wanted to know how he died. We can keep playing these games over and over again. I'm not going to believe you. Your blood is in the house, mixed with his. Mixed. Not alongside, but mixed. Your hair is there with blood. And your palm print is there in blood. Listen, I, it's over. I'm not, like, I'm not a murderer, but I guess if I were to do that, I would wear gloves or, you know, something. I just... How could my... I don't know. I know you tried to wash him off. Try to get some of the blood off. Try to clean him up a little bit. But you're even denying the pictures of you being there. There's pictures of you laying on the bed and pigtails. Pigtails? Yes. She plays the denial card so hard. It's funny. So hard. It's funny because they already have like so much evidence against her and she's just sitting there. No, yeah. no. They I, have, I mean, never. It says like, I, I don't even hurt spiders. Something she said. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> they literally have, they have proof and even after she sees the proof, like they there's a video he literally like slides this folder across the table to her opens it up and there are naked obscene pictures of her and they're date stamped and she says are you sure they're not from some other time and he's like no they're not from some other time and she's like i don't know is that really me though it's oh like my me gosh. but is it me can you imagine just being like is that me is that what I look like naked? <laughs> That's probably what I would be like. Like, yikes. Oh, geez. That's right, I'd be like, oh. Just let me let me shower with my clothes on from now on. Yeah. <laughs> no one should have to see that. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing in the... I mean, she's literally being arrested. He says, we're going to arrest you for murder. And she, like, says to him... Before they book me, can I clean myself up a little bit? So she just wants to look nice in her booking photo. Oh That's what she's gosh. really worried about. Which I can't Priorities. Even... Yeah, priorities. Yeah, priorities. <laughs> you definitely gotta look cute for your mug shots. Yeah, I mean, those mug shots follow you. It's gotta be everywhere. Yeah, the internet? That's never going away. She's like so the next in her Yeah, like very creepily. Very, very creepily, though. And the next day they bring in a female detective and she questions her again. 
And then Jody comes up with a whole different story. She says that she really was in Mesa and she called Travis and he was so surprised and they had themselves a great little night with some pictures and whatnot. And he says, she says that they're taking pictures of him in the shower and that she doesn't know what happened, but she realizes that he's been shot and she yells for help and she turns around and sees two people in the house, a man and a woman, ski masks, and they threaten her that if she tells anyone, then they'll come and they'll kill her and her family. So she just calmly gets her things and she leaves. Oh my gosh. She's like, I'll just leave. That's her new story. I have like secondhand embarrassment. I wasn't even there like during the interrogation. I have secondhand embarrassment. It is embarrassing. It's it's they have caught you red handed, like literally, and you're like, actually, this this is what happened. happened. Hey, um I know I told you I I wasn't there. But I was. And you guys know because you have naked pictures of me. Mm-hmm. So here's what really happened. Because people who and I didn't in the houses anything. just shoot somebody and then stab them 27 times. That happens. Yeah, and almost cut their, their head off. That mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, isn't, that's just normal, right? Yeah. That doesn't sound like a bitter ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. at all. Not no, at all. not at all. So the crazy thing is in this um, documentary that I was watching, there's all this proof of like, so in the trial, eventually Jody claims self-defense, which, okay, whatever. I don't think self-defense is stabbing someone 27 times, slitting their throat and then shooting them. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a rage. Mm-hmm. It's a bit much, but, I think. Yeah. Like a little bit of overkill there. But. I mean, everything that I had read online kind of pretended Travis to be, like, this really good Mormon kid who, like, was almost, like, poisoned by Jody and, like, all this other crap. But it turns out he was, like, emotionally and verbally abusive. They have just sheets and sheets and sheets of his text messages and, like, Yahoo Messenger or some bullshit messages telling her, like, awful awful things that she's like a piece of garbage and so he's been he's definitely been like verbally and emotionally to her but then at the same time she also like stabbed him 27 times right like i I, like what was the timeline of those messages was that like after they had broken up and she's like wouldn't leave him alone or <laughs> no so it's like throughout their whole relationship really yeah so throughout the whole thing they're like he sends her i'm trying to find i'm trying to find in my notes um basically let me just tell you the lifetime movie i'm gonna revert back <laughs> yes. to it it did seem like he was using her a lot like she was she was definitely like this kind of like sleazy snake kind of mm-hmm. thing coming in like and then well because even yes. after they broke up they like... were still like getting oh, yeah. together for sex Hooking up. yeah yeah so it was like he would use her for that and then he would like quote unquote like regret his 
choices mm-hmm. or whatever and then it's like well that wasn't that wasn't gonna last anyways i was just you know he's just getting his rocks off but then like gross yeah knowing he's she's not the girl he wants to marry he wants to find still like a nice lds yes, girl exactly yeah absolutely in messages he calls her a whore a bitch worthless um there are thousands of chats and emails where he is berating and insulting her just throughout their whole relationship the there are some journal entries and on may 26th she says i've managed to become his whipping girl and we're both addicted i've learned that it's better to just let it run its course yes travis you're right travis whatever you say travis Right? The whole thing made me sick to my stomach. But it's not like she can even use that as an excuse, like, that he was, like, abusive. Because they broke up. They didn't live in the same state anymore, even. And she kept following him. Yeah. That's the problem with her defense. Yeah. Like. He had cut ties with her. He's. Yeah, he's emotionally. For sure. He's emotionally and verbally. But here's the thing. He lives in Mesa, Arizona. And you live in California. You're the one who drove from California to Mesa to see him. Yeah. And he had moved on. He was seeing another girl. Yeah. And so had she. Technically. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Technically. Yeah. It's crazy. So I I don't like him as a person, but I hate that she's using self-defense as her. Mm -hmm. Like that... I don't get how you can claim self-defense when you when you overkill to that extreme. Like, you stabbed him 27 times. Yeah, that's too vicious times. for a... Yeah, that's like you... Self-defense heard... is you get him off you and then you run and leave. You don't... Yeah, yeah self-defense is you Sit shot there. him and you called the cops. Mm-hmm. They honestly said his head, like, was about to fall off. She sliced yeah. his throat. So deep. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing is just completely, completely insane. And people are like, well, they played her up to be like this horrible seductress. And I think there was some of that. Like, people definitely played it up. They played Travis as like this great guy and her mm-hmm. as like the opposite. But I think the fact of the matter is she fucking killed him. Yeah. I mean, she stopped so he, him practice to like to. Yeah. And now people can understand why we say it's kind of the opposite of last week's case. Because they Mm -hmm. just switched roles. There's a lot of similarities, really. Yeah. Except for that, I feel like last week's, she was definitely an innocent party. I feel like Mm -hmm. there's not. Yeah, 100%. I mean, she was innocent. To an extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Travis, I mean, kind of led her on because like they broke up, but exactly. He still talked to her and they still like hooked up and. He didn't really do too much to try to keep her away. Yeah, I mean, they hooked up the night that she murdered him. Yeah, and he was supposed to be with somebody else. Like, that's pretty much Yeah, the, the next day he was supposed on to a trip. leave on a trip with another girl. I always wondered, like, if, like, the roommates, if they had seen her at the house, if she maybe mentioned, like, oh, he's he's leaving or he just left. You know what I mean? Like, something like that is is why they just assumed that they didn't see him before he left. Like, he was just already gone on his trip. 
I think he had yeah, he didn't had like say anything planned, about that. But did it say ever if the roommate saw her there? It sounded like no one had seen her there. No one knew she was there that night. Interesting. Which how do you I the roommates had to have not been home? I guess. That's what I had heard. So but is that I, just coincidence or like did she stalk enough that she knew that they were gonna be gone or because she didn't Honestly, I mean she would just like I don't know. Because like when she like lived in Mesa for a while, didn't she just she would just like wa- randomly like come into the house and oh, yeah. like be like staring through the windows and like super creepy stalker stuff. Yeah, she like um I can't think of the word. Shredded is the word I'm thinking of, and that's not it. But she like fucked up his tires. Oh. Mm-hmm. What's the word? Slash. Slash his tires. I think on multiple occasions. Um, and I read somewhere that she like he would have other girls over and she would like knock on the window. Mm-hmm. Like I can't think of can you just imagine you're like on a first Again, date? I'm like Back to the secondhand embarrassment. I'm so embarrassed for her. I can't. I'm embarrassed for him a little bit too. Like respect to the dead or whatever. But come on. He kept having sex with her. Was she really that good? Yeah. Or were this the other girls he was with just weren't putting out or what? Because that's so weird and gross to me. After all she's done, he's still like, yeah, okay. He's still like, I mean, you have to assume, though, that the other girls he was dating were the girl were like marriage material. So good they girls. would be like good yeah. Mormon girls. I guess. But he was also so they're not go to Cancun out. with that Mimi chick. Yeah. But what I heard is that That's Mimi true. wanted to be just friends. Mm. So he was and he was the one pursuing out of the friend. Yeah. Zone. OK. OK. With the trip to Cancun. Like, I see. I wish someone oh, wanted to do that. Nobody took me to dating. Cancun, right? We right? What the shit? We were too easy, I guess. We got a friend zone harder. Oh, dang it. Dear Dad, <laughs> if you're listening, so sorry. that's not what she meant. <laughs> I said what I said. Oh, man. I mean, we meant it. We take nothing back. It takes kind of sorry a long, for long time pause. for like the trial stuff to start in this case. Oh, yeah, it doesn't even, the trial doesn't even start until 2013. Yeah, that's super crazy. Like, they didn't even pick the jury until 2012. Like, what the fudge? Yeah, she just chills in jail for, like, four or five years before the trial even starts. So she tells all that stuff about, like, the masked intruders and stuff. She tells that to, like, media. Yes, that's her story until it goes to trial. And then I'm sure her lawyers must have been like, dude, no one's buying that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows you killed him. You've just got to come up with a valid reason why you. Yeah. Which I think is just annoys me. Like, just just like cop to what you did. You were fucking pissed and you killed him. Mm -hmm. Like, just be woman enough to say it. I also would, like, hate to be the jury for this because they, like, played, like, sex tapes and, like, phone sex audio in the trial. How awful would those be? I saw saw those videos, like, 
on fa- on like YouTube, and I was like, no, I can't listen to that. Your <laughs> kids are like, um, what know. you watching? What you listening to, mom? Yeah. Research. This mm-hmm. is research. This is research. Yeah. I'm a good researcher. Can you just imagine like some sweet little eighty year old woman being like, <laughs> I did not sign up for this. Yeah, did they tell him beforehand that it's going to have, like, sexually explicit content in the case? I mean, you don't get to choose, though. Like, you go in and they decide if you're going to be on the jury. I did want to tell you the reason I picked this story. And I know it's over now, but whatever. So the reason I picked this story is because right after this happened, I was, I had never even heard of this. This was pretty soon after. I'm at the grocery store one day with my daughter and this woman who like she is an older lady and so she walks up to me in the grocery store oh my goodness I am so glad I ran into you I was like oh really why and she's like I have just been thinking about you there's there's this girl you look just like her and I was like oh who and she said, Jody, or she didn't even say her name. She said, you look just like the girl who stabbed her boyfriend to death. <laughs> and I was like, what a, what a compliment. Uh, I do. So I didn't even know who this was. And I had to go home. Girl who stabbed her boyfriend to death. And then Jody came up and I was like, I do not fucking look like her. No, no, you don't. Not at all. Here than Jody Arias, just for all of our listeners out there. I know you've only seen my caricature, but <laughs> you don't. And this is like not because I'm not a vain person. I'm way prettier than Jody Arias. Plus, I've never stabbed someone 27 times. Good so take you. that. Good for you. Or even yeah. one time. Yeah. Just to clarify. <laughs> Did you guys see how much her net worth is? No. Yeah, she has a net worth. She's in prison. For how long? For she has she's a been net in prison worth. since 2008. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her net worth is over a million to five million dollars. Okay. How? That's bullshit. She is selling her. Well, not her. Her brother. I was just glancing at it, and it says that her brother is selling her art pieces on eBay. Yeah, I saw something Ew. about her selling art too. People are buying it. That's gross. What kind of art? Apparently, the she's a millionaire. No problem. Hopefully, she can use that. And what is it? Um, the oh damn, what's it called? The commissary. Yes. <laughs> like, what do you buy for a million dollars? Do you know how many Some cigarettes you could buy in prison for that? A lot. That is true. That is true. She's. I've seen Orange Is the New Black. Oh. I, I I know what they buy. <laughs> I have not. I'm sheltered. That's good. That's Dude, good. It is. She has a for website. Nice. For her art. Yeah, art by Jody Arias. Dot com. Oh, I just threw up in my mouth. I am also. People buy. What the fuck? That's... Also, they give people like the stuff to be able to do this in prison. She I has a million think... dollars. She can buy whatever she wants. But she didn't always have that. She had to have the first few paintings. 
That's true. Disgusting. Another thing I thought was kind of funny. I was just scrolling through. You know how like Google gives you I just typed in Jody Arias and it's like people also ask and it was like what did Jody what did Jody Arias get diagnosed with? Oh, I saw and that. Usually too. it's usually it's like oh, there's schizo or multiple personalities or one right. of those and it's like PTSD. <laughs> she oh. got PTSD oh, from Lord oh Jesus somebody. Well, I saw that the, like her defense didn't even try to go for like the insanity plea. No. And just like well, some no, randomly they thought that she might have like bipolar or like borderline personality disorder or like something like that. But like they just knew that she's just like not actually Psycho. crazy, I guess. She's just yeah. that mm-hmm. kind of person and so they didn't even try. I'm still trying to come to terms with the fact that she's a millionaire. As I work a day job. I just like her mm-hmm. stuff is like pretty good. I am confused and suspicious. Oh my gosh, I thought you said you were gonna buy something. I'm I absolutely just... not. But I'm a little <clears throat> suspicious. How much does it go for? Twenty seven dollars. Yeah, what's the... for a print? It's not like it's made to order. Right. But it's all totally different styles and just like I'm suspicious. I'm suspicious that she doesn't really do the paintings. I do vaguely remember reading somewhere that she was artistic. I just also don't think that people who almost got the death penalty and are in prison for their whole life should have access to do things like this. This is a good article title. It says, Accused murderer Jody Arias makes a killing on eBay. Oh my gosh. Oh, sweet lord in heaven. I bet you $10 they didn't even mean to do that. (laughs) Oh, they totally meant to do it. That's uh, how. I know I'm judging the news article, but we really have been we make jokes about OnlyFans on every I'm like, how dare that news place say that? (laughs) (laughs) But sad news about OnlyFans. Did you guys hear the sad news? Oh, man. They're banning sexually explicit content. But I mean, there's the kicker. We wouldn't be doing anything sexual. It would just be feet. Yeah, I was not. That's true. Our feet feet are not. They're just feet. True. Sure. Mm. I think you're still yeah. set, Court. Your business plan is so still in court, don't even worry. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, you look up those new guidelines and see like, if you're you can apply your nail plan. polish to your toenails. That's just not true. sexually. That's true. Okay, should we end this shit? Yep. Listen, <laughs> listen, kids. Don't do drugs. And if someone tries to murder you, or kidnap you, or sex traffic, or stalk you. Stab him in the dick. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Sister Sister Sleuths. Sleuths.